0: Hello and welcome to the spiritual travels of a firewolf. This is Christy Belich and I'm here with a more journal, live journal episode today on the podcast. Interesting enough, when I did a poll on my Instagram stories, this is the category of episode that won the poll that people said they preferred to listen to, which I found very interesting Um, Between interviews and astrological happenings. And so I'll keep doing it when I feel it's ready. I'm not going to do live journals. I'll do whatever podcast I'm doing. (laughs) Whatever version of a podcast I'm doing is based on how I'm feeling and my energy levels. And that's a huge reason for recording this episode today. This will be out on Sunday... The fourteenth of November, and I've been continuing with lessons of Venus and Capricorn as we enter this upcoming week. I will be doing uh, Monday's eclipse episode will be out. So if this comes out Sunday, there will be an eclipse episode tomorrow, Monday the fifteenth of November. Or if you're listening much later on, uh, there's a double episode upload. So. These lessons of Venus in Capricorn are important just because for my personal chart, it's going up, Venus is chilling and going over my Ascendant um, and my Mars and my Neptune and squaring my Sun and kind of pushing me out of my comfort zone in many ways. But for all of us, we're going to be entering the shadow zone of Venus in retrograde this week. We're coming up on an eclipse cycle this week. It's a very powerful one. And... You know we've been in so many different cycles that really like require us to be very antsy or or you know cause a lot of insomnia, but I think it's very interesting that right now with Venus and Capricorn, it's kind of the opposite effect you know because this is a love transit, there's a lot of romantic relationship stories going on in general, you know this can bring up exes, this can bring up people from your past. And a huge lesson in this is, you know, karma, it does go a long way. Um, And there's a reason why the devil card is Capricorn's major arcana card. And even when I was doing Tarot Tuesdays, I feel like for the rest of the year, I'm actually working the devil tower card, and it would be a disservice for me to keep pumping episodes out just based on linear time so i think that for the rest of the year we are working with a sim the symbolism of the devil card with venus and retrograde into 2022 and with uranus square still going on uranus and taurus uh, the tower card, you know, what, what, what structures are being toppled over at the same time, you know, in my, in the deck that I exclusively work with at this time, the goddess tarot deck, um, you know, temptation is the devil card, and I have this card here in my hands, it's like a green wave, just being, just sweeping you up, um, and to me, you know, we are in Scorpio season. You know that green wave is any of the seven quote unquote seven sins. But since Scorpio season does bring out that green-eyed monster of jealousy, you know what is the jealousy telling you that you need for yourself, and how do things need to change um, based on those Scorpio lessons? But if for anybody listening in the future, you know these are also Pluto lessons, as Pluto is Scorpio's main planet, and um, Mars is in Scorpio right now, uh, which is one of Scorpio's other main planets. So, uh, And this week we did have a Mars Mercury conjunction in a T-square with Saturn and Uranus. So it has, that green-eyed monster is out, but that can also be, you know, the other forms, you know, whether it's um, being lazy, uh, procrastination, uh, you know, a plethora of other things that can come along with the temptations of fear. Ultimately, the devil has a choice for us: is to go towards fear or love. And in the sign of Capricorn, this is a very visceral sign. This is a, so is Scorpio. We're being brought all these very visceral lessons for us, all these very tangible, earthly lessons, material lessons. Um, so if an X pops back into your life, it's not in the same way that, say, a Mercury retrograde is going to be doing this. This is a very visceral, tempting story. Um, and, you know, I was thinking to myself about relationships of the past and why I even came to Austin, Texas. You know, you'll hear me on episodes going through it. There most of my episodes that I record are me in the middle of a process. So there's a lot of embarrassing things on this podcast of me directly in the middle of a storm, being out there and sharing. You know what's going on, and sometimes I over. Most of the time I overtalk. Most of the time I'm like, damn, why was I so just out there, and I'm trying to decide what tea I need to spill in my life and what tea just needs to be kept on the stove and uh boiled away um for myself, you know. And so I'm taking the method of just, you know, capricorn is a very slow growing sign. Um I recognize I've been a comic for 7 years of my life and for some reason 7 years is a really I mean in in astrology 7 years is a uranus cycle. When I started stand up comedy, Uranus was going through um some very strong cardinal crosses with eclipses. And those eclipses of twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen were really, really um changing society, waking up society, creating a really fast paced kind of culture. And I started stand up overseas and in New York City. And when I lived in New York City, you're out there pumping it. There's no such thing as sleep. Your body takes a toll. And I had already been doing years and years in labs. And I just came from a culture where it was like your body is last. And the same thing sort of went for living in LA or being on the road. And what I'm getting hit with now because I am an older, I've started, I would call it late term, just, what is it? Late term pregnancy, (laughs) late term mother matriarch. Um, Is that, you know, I started comedy around the age of 28 and now my hormonal cycles are in the shifting cycle of, you know, motherhood. And I'm feeling it really strongly because I have not been taking care of my body Um, I do think a lot of the warning signs that I was getting out in LA were, were spiritual warning signs. Like, Hey, my guides were just like, we know that other people are, you know, you're, you're in the FOMO section of life, but you're not 20. You can't do this to your body anymore. You can't, you have to change something. And so a huge thing for me is when I made the decision in August to come to, Texas, in, and I'm not saying Texas is the healthiest state, um, but a huge piece of it had to deal with the jab mandates, and ultimately that was the decision that was made. It was, do I want to go south and take a gig and keep this, I don't know if it's a lie, but in a lot of ways it was, like, keep this keep the hacky sack just in the air and, and, and just keep this thing like, oh, I got to do this, this, and this and hurt my body and this, this, and this, or do I go out into the desert, sit with the moon and really get a download. I have this much money to get to Texas. If I go South to San Diego or West or East to 29 palms, Joshua tree, these are the decisions here um, and this, this, this show is called The Spiritual Travels of a Firewolf, you know, I am a Saturn moon conjunct in Sagittarius, so for a lot of people that listen, most likely traveling is a spiritual way, a a spiritual experience for you, and quite honestly, comedy is a spiritual gift, it is a spiritual, uh, pursuit, and, for me, for a lot of people it gets them mansions and houses and recognition and Netflix specials and, and things like that. And the temptation there is jealousy for me because I've been really fighting it this last month sitting here in Austin, really not doing what I was doing last year. Looking back at old photos of where I was on the road last year. Uh, missing my car because I can't I can't um I can't uh, seem to keep a face-to-face day job these days. You know, my car was my sanctuary in a lot of ways. My car was my freedom. My car was my sovereignty. My car was my fuck you. I've done this on my own to a lot of people. So when I lost that symbol of sovereignty to a society and to a family that did not want me to do what I was doing and I was able to like put that shit on the gram and be like, I don't care if I'm not famous, I'm still doing it. When I lost that car in February and I had to go back to my family's house at the age of 34 at the time and sit with myself in a basement because I was quarantined to the basement. I come from a You know, I might get into that at some point. Um, I had to really sit with myself in that basement in Maryland and be like, yo, what you doing? Where are you going? And uh, I got a job pretty much within the first month of being out of the car accident. Signed to a salary. And I'm sure I'm repeating myself, but I've had a lot of time to think. And this will be a, you know, I'm not going to advertise this episode as much as I would do the others but you know it was just it's just interesting the ups and downs of 2021 were you know in March I signed the one of the biggest scientific contracts of my life and within the first month of that job having I would I would honestly document it as um medical harassment because I used to work in patient recruitment for studies where we had to very specifically follow the rules of HIPAA. And it was very exclusively stated to us that, you know, when we recruited for the study to follow these rules of HIPAA, and even me having that getting pressure from doctors to bend those rules. So when you have a medical study, there's a lot of rule bending. And I, I I'm very aware of this, and I think a lot of researchers are very aware of this, and I think that that's why you know protocols and um, groups such as like IRB protocols, IACUC protocols, which are human and animal um, authentic, you know, a- approval for studies are extremely extremely crucial to this day and age and this society that we're in, um, and I might get within that down the road. I might talk more about. You know study approvals and things like that, but I have to keep it very, very Capricorn right now. so when I was at another facility in Maryland and I had negotiated in the contract that I would be able to travel with this job and it would be a remote job and everything when I started getting daily morning meetings of with mail managers asking me to get the jab you know, just inserting it in and reminding me like how they can get me a specific company's jab and how that specific company was important to them, all this stuff, you know, it was really, really upsetting. And I was like, you need this money so bad, it's going to get you a car. And going back to what my car meant to me, for some people, cars are just cars. But for me, you know, cars are something else they symbol as i said sovereignty freedom the ability to go wherever you want whenever you want so when i was thinking to myself hey you know la is opening up again in april comedy clubs and this is your shot <clears throat> this is your m&m moment <laughs> lol um I didn't know if I could bring this job to L.A. with me and fully lean into the fact that that's what cars and what freedom meant to me. Because ultimately financial freedom is also a form of freedom, especially as a comic. Um, But I ultimately said no to this contract and and severed it. So, you know, I went from earlier this year having that those means of of financial support to having to walk away from it and go back to square one. And so when we think about Capricorn Saturn stuff, which is what this Venus connection is, um let me see, I wrote notes about this. Um Hold on. Cause I had a specific point. Okay. I might have to come back to this. And I'm back. So one thing as a comic, it it's been a tough adjustment. Because it is tough to see certain comedy festivals go on or certain changes go on and understand that the lessons of Venus and Capricorn are not about the immediate. Uh, the lessons of Venus and Capricorn or Saturn in Saturn's highest form. Now, a lot of conspiracy shows or other um, you know, publications will speak on Saturn from a a lower form. And that also exists as well. That is why the Devil card is the Capricorn card in the tarot deck. However, the higher forms of Capricorn and Saturn are that of understanding that this is a long game. This is a longer process. This is about if you allow those temptations to fall away and really sit in your truth and really sit with yourself and really and it's not easy. I'm, I'm speaking from experience of being on both sides of, of this argument or being in a, in a place of being like, well, I've got to jump into the unknown here and just kind of scramble. And then being on the other side and being like, well, it's time to slow down. Um, Honestly, and, and if we look at Saturn as Kronos and look at what Saturn does represent and Capricorn, Is time. Now we live in a society where quote-unquote the patriarchy has taken over and there's a lot of confusion that comes with what the patriarchy actually means. Um, The patriarchy is just the lower form of the higher form of masculinity or father energy. That is why the strength of fathers is so important to keep organization and process. However, when you're in a poisoned or sick society, these elements also are poisoned, sick, and full of toxicity. So how do you balance that out? So... That gets back to me choosing to go to the desert instead of choosing to go to a comedy club for a spot where, you know, the same old, same old (laughs) was happening where it's like, well, you have to accept this and accept this and accept this. And it comes to a point where you have to ask your body, hey, what do you have to say, body? What is the truth that you're letting me know? Because... I could make this same old sacrifice that I've been making again and again and again and yet get the same results or I can really follow my intuition here through the desert, um, look at this moon, this full moon here and really understand what's going on and to me, I came here to Texas um, to really sit in the middle of the country Uh, and have a place that was safe away from these mandates and also trust that my hormones are my own balance of time. My hormonal schedule is not a nine-to-five, seven-day-a-week, Tarot Tuesday, Wisdom Wednesday, Celebrity Sunday, Horse Talk Wednesday type of thing, that my hormones are cyclical, and they're frankly overloaded and exhausted and most likely um, if I were to get a hormone panel I would probably have some cortisol issues um, because of seven years of pumping it through New York City like a maniac, pumping it through Los Angeles like a maniac, pumping it on the road like a maniac and looking at how that's really affected my sleep schedule and my i'm sure it's the reason why i have such bad panic attacks anxiety and depression is because my microbiome is most likely not balanced and so what i know is this next month of my life less than a month at this point is the last of having to do a month's worth of ramen um and I've made a decision personally on how I'm going to balance this out between stand-up and podcasting and day job and what I need for myself. And I'm speaking from the feminine perspective of what I have been you know, speaking on, um, and I see other people are speaking on this as well, is that this is a mother's war. And what I mean by that is hormonal balances. There are endocrine disruptors in the ocean. There are endocrine disruptors in our fertilizer. There are endocrine disruptors in a particular jab that's being uh, given to everybody. The current definition of an mRNA vaccine is that it can permanently alter the state, genetic state of your own body. That is the current definition. However, uh, we are now living in a society where definitions are being altered as well. So with Capricorn being a very formal sign, um, this is going to be a very interesting time. And for me being, I would say, a mother in training, a matriarch in training, who would be considered, you know, mature gestation age, what I've noticed as a tarot card reader and as an astrologer who's been working with clients since 2015 is that a lot of my friends and people I read for have seen astronomical numbers of miscarriages um, over the last year. And it's concerning. And it's the reason why I'm doing this podcast today um, you know, the divine feminine is the energy of rest, is the energy of balance and rest. And for me, I'm literally in a phase of rest. Um, there's a reason why there's seasons. I don't, f- I find it symbolic that Los Angeles is in a area... Where there are very little seasons, but for the little amount of time that I lived in LA between twenty eighteen and twenty twenty one, or in California, um, you know, LA did experience seasons. And I would say that LA's seasonal effects are more on the daily because LA works on desert time and desert desert time is a little bit different than East Coast United States long season time. So cyclical effects are are connected to nature. And ultimately, Capricorn being an earth sign, Taurus being an earth sign, we are working with these signs very specifically, you know? Pluto is strongholding in Capricorn and will be there till about 2023 plus or minus. And Pluto, we're, the United States, I'm speaking from the level of the US, but is going through a Pluto return. New York City is a strong Capricorn Cancer Taurus city. So New York City is distinctly linked to what is going on in real time. You know, so if we really, really think of the cyclical shifts start with our bodies. Capricorn does rule our physical body and I said the balance of in my notes, the balance of work versus rest and finding a balance between the two Um, and what that balance is for you and what that timing of that balance is for you and, and how that balance changes from day to day. So if I look at you know the schedule, like, if we think of the desert as a divine masculine, that is, you know, a more masculine way of looking at seasons. Um, If we look at maybe somewhere that's linked to four seasons, that might be a more feminine area, so east-west. It's literally in the timing. Um, And I could get into more and more along the way, but we'll leave it at that. It's probably, I've probably talked too much already, but just to note Capricorn Venus season is really asking us a fear versus love decision. It's not easy. I'm speaking from somebody that has chosen fear a thousand times over love. A billion, if a billion times decisions happen, I've done it. So I'll be, uh, tune in for tomorrow's podcast. I have a very fancy guest on. I'm very excited to speak to her. And we will be talking about the lunar eclipse in Taurus. So thank you for listening.